Merry Christmas. I'm glad you guys are here. Hey, there's, you know, there's a side of me this morning that when I woke up and it was raining just a little bit, I haven't said to April, do we have to go anywhere? <laughs> it's Christmas morning, right? Do, I, do we have to? And I'm like, no, I'm so glad you're here this morning. And I've already prayed for you to be blessed and I'm excited about it, and I want you to be a part of this this morning. So I'm not going to keep you a long time. There's Christmas stuff and family to celebrate, but I need you to be a part of what I'm doing this morning. So as Jared said, we're a family, and I want, I looked at Jared and said that. Steve said earlier, we're a family. See, we're a family, and I'm getting you all confused. We're a family. I need you to speak up this morning. So I'm going to ask you some questions, and I want you to be a part of what I'm doing. Now, I have my notes, and we're going to walk through it, and you may say something that I'm not prepped for, and we'll figure it out as we go. But don't be shy, and um, be ready to give comments. And this is, uh, John MacArthur um, did this a few, many years ago, and I picked up on this, at least the first part of it, what we're talking about, and it is the people who missed Christmas. And so I haven't thought about it this morning after I said, man, do I have to get up? Do I have to go anywhere? And then I'm thinking about what am I talking about this morning? Part of it, our first part here is the people who missed Christmas. And I might have missed it, right, if I wasn't here. But it, it's not that I have to be here to get it. And even if you're here, you still might miss it. And there might be reasons why. So let me give you the first example, and then you can share some other thoughts. Here's what I mean by this. The innkeeper, the innkeeper missed Christmas. You know why he missed Christmas? It's because he was busy. He was busy. This is the, the one that is kind of crazy to me on this. The innkeeper wasn't specifically mentioned in um, the Bible. Now, the innkeeper's in all the Christmas plays. The innkeeper's talked about. The innkeeper, you know, in kids' stories, whatever, we talk about the innkeeper saying something. But the innkeeper was never mentioned in Christmas. Although we know that somebody said to them, there wasn't room for Mary and Joseph. So somebody had to say that. So we give it to this person. But this person, even though they were right there, it was like happening around the corner from him. It was happening right probably near him. He could have barely walked anywhere and seen the new baby savior of the world and he missed it because he was busy. It was a busy time of year. It was busy for his business. It was busy for him. And even though it was right in front of his face, he missed it. What's somebody else? Somebody else or a whole group of people that you might be able to think of that missed Christmas. Does anybody have any ideas for me? Say that again. The people staying in the end. Let me go to um, the people of Jerusalem. Yeah. The people that were close. Um, Jerusalem, the people in Jerusalem. They were busy worshiping God. But they didn't realize God was right there with them. They missed, I think, the people of Jerusalem missed because of tradition. <clears throat> They had their own traditions. They had their things that they did every year. They had their things that they did for religious activities. But yet they missed it because they were so caught up in their tradition of what they do that they couldn't even see that Jesus was right there with them. How about another thought? We'll work on this together. Anybody else that missed it? Yeah, the, the innkeeper is probably what I was thinking on that, whoever owned that. He, he gave him the barn around the corner, but he never came around the corner to see them, right? Somebody else over here was going to say something. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's right. They were, yeah, caught up. And there's, who else? Somebody said something back here. The rulers. Let's go to the Roman Empire. The whole Roman Empire. The whole Roman Empire missed it. They were right there. For them, I call that one idolatry. I think they missed it because of idolatry. They had their empire. They had their own idols. And Jesus didn't fit into their style of worship. They wanted to worship their own life, their own thing, probably themselves at some level. And they missed because of idolatry. Anybody else? Any other ideas? What do you got? The tax collectors, I would say that as well. And that, that was probably the Romans. The Romans, the guards, those kind of people. Turner, you got an answer for me? What? The sheep, the sheep they were there. We're going to get to them in a second. <laughs> Hang on to that idea. <laughs> How about this one? Herod. Herod, you were going to say that? <laughs> Sorry, bud. Yeah, who? Who did? Herod and his servants. The Yes. I think the reason Herod missed Christmas was because of fear. He was afraid. He had heard that there was a new king that was born. Now, here's for us, I think, on fear. I don't mind celebrating Jesus' birth, right? I don't mind calling him um, Jesus. I don't mind calling him the, the king of the world, God's son. But there comes a time when even for me, and I think many people, we get scared of calling Jesus our Savior, or our Lord, and giving him everything. It, I don't mind adding Jesus to my life, but when Jesus takes over my life, that gets scary. It, it's good to add him to, and Herod didn't want to just add him to. Herod didn't want him to be the king, because Herod was the king. And if we are the kings of our own lives, then it gets scary when we put Jesus in that. So I haven't been marking off my list. How about this one, the religious leaders? The religious leaders, I think they miss Christmas because of indifference. They had their own religion and they didn't need Jesus. John MacArthur once said, we forget about the remedy because we forget we have a disease. Sometimes we can get caught up in the religion side of celebrating and we forget about Jesus and who he was and what he was all about. I think there's one more. Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I think the last one that I had here was the people of Nazareth. Now they didn't miss it because they weren't right there, but they missed it, I think, because of familiarity. Jesus came back to Nazareth to be raised and they didn't even know that the savior of the world was growing up in their hometown right there with them. And they missed him because they were too familiar with him. And sometimes I think we can make Jesus too familiar in our lives. We can get so familiar with him that we forget what he can do, really do for us. Jeff, was that it on my list? You think? I got them all. Think about it, though. Preoccupation, fear, indifference, tradition, false gods, familiarity. Those are reasons that we can miss completely if we're not careful and we just celebrate the holiday and not remember who Jesus was. 
Okay, let's shift gears. Let's talk about this and who was there, who got Christmas, who was a part of it that was like, yes, they got it. And let me start here. Who, who, was, who, was, in, who was in this? Jesus. I think that's where we have to start with that. Jesus was there. It's, it's an amazing thing to think about it. And I think the reason Jesus was there was because of obedience. He was obedient to his father when his father said, hey, I want you to leave this amazing place called heaven and um, become a human and go to earth and spend time there. I would have been like, no way. I like it here. <laughs> and he was obedient to his father and he came to be with us. The other two main characters in this story, who were they? Mary and Joseph, thank you. Why, why were they there? How come they got it? It's, it's in scripture because they found favor. They found favor with God. They were there because they found favor with God. I, I would hope that somebody could say that about me. You know, he found, he found favor with God and God blessed him for this reason, for that reason. God did this through that person because God found favor with them. I hope you strive for that as well. I mean, let me shift gears. I'm going <coughs> to... Excuse me, I'm going to lead you a little bit. Who are the, the group of men that came to worship? The wise men. The wise men. There, there's three of them. I can jump to that. The wise men. The wise men were there. The magi, sometimes we call them. How, how come they were there? How come they got Christmas? They sought them out. I think the word curiosity sticks out to me. They wanted him. They wanted to be a part of that. And I caught myself this morning even thinking that, do I want to get out in the rain? I know it's not snowing, right? It could be snowing. It could have been a blizzard, right? But I want to seek him. And I've heard that line, you know, wise men still seek him today. They brought knowledge and gifts, but they came with curiosity seeking him. Who were the other group of men, the smelly group of men that were there? The shepherds. What, were they, what would they bring with them? Sheep. The sheep, the shepherds and the sheep. They came together on this, right? <laughs> to me, what stands out in my mind when I think about the shepherds is humility. <coughs> they got Christmas because of humility. I mean, this was, think about it like this as well. This was a group of, of men that came to worship Jesus and not one of their names was mentioned. That's humility to me. Do I need to be known? Or do I just need to know him? Do I need to come and worship him? Um, you know, Jesus was the one who would eat with tax collectors, stop for the crowds, invite the children to him, touch the leopards, um, serve rather than be served. And they were humble enough to be an example for us. Their example, it doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, what you do, you have the opportunity to come and worship Jesus. And that example of the shepherds coming and worshiping him should open that door wide for any of us to be welcomed in to worship. There's two more, but one I'm going to save to the end here. There's, there's one more that I'm thinking, and it's these people had a huge part of the whole story, and they would be the ones singing in the sky, right? I heard somebody say it, the angels. 
The angels, they're the ones that on the Christmas plays that kids do, that if you run out of parts, like just make them an angel, right? Put some wings on them. Make, make them a shepherd. Give them, give them a, a stick and throw a, um, a cloth over their heads. They'll be fine, right? This the, the messengers. This is why I think they got it. They were the messengers. We see shepherds, or sorry, angels throughout. Zechariah got visited by an angel the father of John. Mary was visited by an angel. Joseph was visited by an angel in his dreams three times. You know, it took a little longer, I think, for him. The shepherds, they came to the shepherds. Um, the wise men were told in a dream to go back a different way. The shepherds were, or sorry, the angels were a major part of this whole story. I think the lesson we can learn from them is we have a story to tell. We, we have to continue to be those angels in the form of telling the story. We can't keep the story to ourselves. We've got to go continue to tell other people about Jesus. We've got to be those angels. There's one more. God, yeah. I think that's a good answer. The Holy Spirit, God. God was there. Why was God there? How was God there? What, do you know John 3, 16? You know that verse? Because he loved us. God made it happen. God was there because of love. And it tells us, it's common, right? God loved us so much that he gave us his one and only son that if we believe in him, we won't perish but we'll have eternal life with him. It's an amazing, beautiful message of Christmas. And God did not miss it. And he hasn't stepped aside or away ever since. He's been there the whole time. And I think it's fitting for us as a family, usually as a family, what do you do? What's, what's one of the biggest things you're gonna do today besides watch football? Eat. We're gonna eat together today as a family. Throughout the day, we're probably gonna eat all day long, right? Most of us. Why not start this morning eating together? And the way God set it up was beautiful. He gave us his one and only son, and the story of Christmas connects to the story of Easter. The same Jesus we celebrate at Christmas is the same Jesus we celebrate at Easter. And this concept that Jesus came, the whole reason he came was to give his life for us. It's because God loves us. And so when we come together, we come together and we, we celebrate that. We remember that. And what he did for us by giving his life, we take a little piece of bread and we remember the life that was given for us. We take some juice and we remember the blood that was shed for us. And it was because of that body and um, that was broken for us, that blood that was shed, that we can then celebrate and we can have him in our lives. So here's how we're gonna do this this morning. Um, I would love for you and your family as you come up together, if you guys would kind of make a line down this way and come by this table under this cloth, there's some bread. Um, and if you would take a piece of bread and dip it into the juice and then take that, then you can make your way back to your seats that way. And if you guys would come down this aisle, Come by this table and then make your way back that way. It'll help us flow through here. But this is our time to remember what Jesus came for. And he came to um, redeem us from our sins. 
So let me pray for us in this. Father, I'm grateful for your son. Not that, that we just get to celebrate that he was born and that happened today, the celebration of that today. But the reason he came was to die for us, to redeem us of our sins, to forgive us of our sins. And we take time now to celebrate that, to remember him in that. May we make the connection this morning between Christmas and Easter, between his birth and his death and his resurrection. And that it gives us eternal life with him. Father, we're thankful for you, for your son, and all that you do for us. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.